0: Have you ever wondered if God gets tired of hearing the same prayers from you over and over and over again? I hear this as a common struggle inside of our community. Um, People will come in and they'll say, oh my goodness, like I just feel like God must hate the fact that I'm constantly coming to him with the same thing. And I have been in a situation where I had the same question and the same struggle. And so today on the podcast, we are going to take a look at what scripture actually has to say about being persistent in prayer. Welcome to Hope for the Ruri Christian Woman. I'm so glad you're here. Have you struggled with feelings of anxiety, panic, fear, and despair because life is just too hard? Are you tired of feeling like you're desperately trying to claw your way out of a pit of hopelessness? Do you want a relationship with God that is deep, real, and intimate? Something to give you the hope that you need to keep trusting God? Well, take a deep breath. I got you. If you're struggling to trust God because life is so stinking hard, if you feel like there's no hope, no way out, and no point in even praying about it anymore, if you are weary from the struggle and trying to do all the things and just want something to go right in your life, or at least for it not to get worse, this is the podcast for you. I want you to know that as long as God is on the throne, it's not time to throw in the towel. There is hope and rest for your weary heart, even when everything in your life is going wrong. How do I know that? Because I found it. Hey there, I'm LaToya Edwards and I'm no stranger to hard times. But after walking through decades of hard times, I was so weary in my soul and I felt like I was trapped in a pit of despair. I was frustrated, angry, and hopeless. And I was tired of waiting on God. I was overwhelmed, burnt out, and spiritually exhausted. Turns out that's exactly where I needed to be to hear from God. During a season of forced rest, I learned more about my identity in Christ and how I was created to connect with him. And then I was able to start my journey that led from a soul full of despair to being able to say it is well with my soul. And I even learned how to enjoy life and dream again despite the difficult circumstances of my life and guess what you can too you can find the strength you need to keep going even when things continue to get worse the peace you need in your mind to stop being overwhelmed with negative thoughts and emotions you don't have to stay weary if that sounds like something you need you're in the right place i can't wait to help you find renewed faith a peaceful mind and restored hope let's get to work As we get started today, I want to tell you a quick story about a woman. She wanted justice, nothing extraordinary or unreasonable. She had been wronged and she just wanted it to be made right. So she went to the person in charge and asked for his help. But there's just one problem. He refused to help her. So she asked again and again, he refused to help her. He would not hear her out. No many, how many times that she went and asked him, he wouldn't take any steps to do what was right. He was heartless and did not care about the people that he had been charged to look after. He also had no respect God. But this woman, she kept asking, and finally, this man got so sick of hearing from her that he gave in and finally gave her the justice that she was asking for. He finally did the right thing now. Can you relate to her struggles? Now, I'm not talking about myself, um, but I have been that woman. I have been wronged and went to all the right people to ask for help and was refused. I gone to my church with my concerns about abuse that I was facing in the past, and they didn't want to hear anything that I had to say. Um, In fact, that particular church continued to, and they still continue to, embrace the man that was being abusive towards me and my children. And that really hurt. I went to the police to help, but there was nothing that they could do. The court system? Nope not really helpful at all um just because of the way it's set up and also when you are dealing with somebody that is manipulative um they fool people and even at the time my lawyer that I had like she seemed to be under that spell too and it was really really frightening and i felt All alone, because everywhere I turned, I had a door slammed in my face. And after a while, I realized that I'd been knocking on the wrong doors and that what I actually needed to do was to appeal to the real judge, like the real person in charge of my situation. And that was God. And so the parable of the persistent widow Is who I was talking about at the beginning of this. And she is a great lesson in being persistent in prayer, right? In fact, Jesus uses this parable to encourage his followers to never give up in prayer. And this is a passage that I found so encouraging during that time. In my life, and it continues to encourage me when I'm facing a you know a season or something hard that just doesn't seem to want to change or to um, get any better. So let's turn to our Bibles, um, if you can turn. If you're driving, look it up when you get home, and we're gonna go to Luke chapter 18, and we're gonna look at the first 18 verses, ish. Okay, and I'm gonna read from the New Living Translation um, today because. I want to, and it's easier to read than my normal translation. So one day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. And he started with the story like this. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God, and I don't care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant request. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. He, even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the son of man returns, how many will he find here on earth who have faith? And so we actually read all the way to verse 8, not 18, I'm sorry. But look, when we see this scripture, like it's very clear. The whole reason that Jesus tells this parable is to show everybody with an earshot to always pray and never give up. And we see a couple of things here. In um, like in this passage, right? Um, I think sometimes we tend to view God as this unjust judge, right? This person who doesn't care about justice, who isn't interested in like being helpful to people. And we begin to feel guilt or shame when we feel like we're asking him the same thing over and over again. Okay. We think, well, maybe God isn't listening, or maybe he's just not going to answer. And this is has a lot to do with the way that you view God. If your view of God is that he is an unjust judge, like in this parable, then of course you're gonna be like, he's not listening, he's not gonna answer because because he doesn't care about me. Now, the truth is the complete opposite, right? Right? God loves each and every one of us. We are his creation. We are his children and he loves us and he promises that he hears our prayers. He promises to answer. He promises to be with us no matter what we are going through. But we don't always, like we know that in our heads, but sometimes, especially when things are really hard, it can be hard to like keep that truth in our hearts and keep that our focus instead of giving in to, you know, what we think and how we feel. About the time frame that it's taking between our prayers and God's answer, um, sometimes we also fall into this belief of thinking that we just don't want to bother. And I totally get that. Like I think of the woman in this parable, and she just continues to go and go and go and go. And I've been that. I've been in that situation um, where I've gone to God and be like, Lord, like I have been praying about this thing for years and years, and now it's a decade. And now it's two decades and you get weary. We get weary from, you know, praying. We get weary from just doing life. We get weary in waiting on God's answer or we get weary on waiting for the manifestation of what God's answer is, right? Sometimes God says, yes, I'm going to do that. And it's just a long time between when he speaks the word and when it actually happens. And so this is another reason why we start to feel like, well, I need to stop praying. Like it's it's not working. I don't want to bother God. Like I've already tried And it's clearly just not happening. And I'm just tired. So I'm going to save myself the heart and save myself the trouble. And I'm just not going to even pray that thing anymore. I'm not going to pray about it anymore. Um, But like God doesn't say that. Nowhere in scripture does God say like when you get tired, like go ahead and give up and quit. Like never, he doesn't say that anywhere. He constantly is encouraging us in his word to persevere, to endure, right? To keep at it until we get to the thing that we seek. Another obstacle that happens sometimes when we're praying for something for a long time is that we are either taught or we convince ourselves that asking God for the same thing over and over and over again demonstrates a lack of faith and that's not true but i heard this a lot growing up right if people would be like oh i've been praying for this thing you know for x amount of time i heard people in the church um like shame them almost i was like well if you already ask god you know he's going to do it why are you keeping you know why are you continuing to bother him with that request now hear me please 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 hear me that's not true Not like the fact that you are struggling, the fact that you are weary, the fact that you aren't sure if God is hearing you, the fact that you feel like you need to keep asking Him the same thing over and over for reassurance does not demonstrate a lack of faith. In fact, it demonstrates the exact opposite. Okay. So, why is it important to be persistent in prayer? Well, number one, it shows dependence and trust in God the reason that you keep going to him over and over and over is because you know that he is the one with the answers. He is the one that can do something about whatever it is that's on your heart and you're going to him because you know that you can't do anything. You can't fix it. You're not going to be able to survive through that thing without him. It shows complete dependence and trust in God, which is exactly where God wants us to be, okay? Now, Does that mean it's easy to be persistent in prayer? Nope, not at all, right? Like I said before, you get tired, you get weary. You might have moments or seasons where you're like, I just cannot pray about this thing anymore. And guess what? That's okay. This is why community is so important so that when you reach the point that you are like, I can't, I can't pray about this anymore. I can't think about this anymore. I I just, I can't. That you have people in your lives that can come around you and hold you up and support you and lift you up and pray for you and with you when you're able, no matter what is going on, okay? And I also want to remind you that um, delay does not always equal denial, Right. Think about in um the book of Daniel, right, where Daniel has been praying. He's realized that, oh, look, like our time is almost up in exile and looking at, you know, this, the scriptures and it takes a while for his prayer to get answered. And when the angel finally shows up, he's like, listen, like God sent the answer to your prayer the moment you prayed it. But there is some spiritual warfare going on. You know, I had to call Michael down to come and take care of this, you know, principality that was Keeping me from getting down here to you with the answer. So, just because it's taking a while to get an answer or a while to see that answer actually happen and take place, it doesn't mean that God is saying no. Sometimes, not sometimes, all of the time, there is spiritual warfare going on. There are things going on in the unseen that, you know, we are not always privy to. Um, and so we never know. Like, what the deal is. I mean, it might be that the answer to your prayer just hasn't been like, hasn't come into your life yet. Maybe the answer to your prayer isn't born yet. Like, I have no idea, but God knows. God knows exactly what needs to happen, in what order, how things need to be positioned and lined up in order for you to get the answer that He wants you to have. And so, we have to um, try to not get so discouraged um, and frustrated when things take a while, Um, because in my experience, On this side, right, because we're human, God takes a really long time to do what he wants to do. But he doesn't operate under like time constraints the way that we do, right? He doesn't think like that. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts, you know. And so, yes, it's hard. Yes, it's frustrating. But trying to get stuck in that discouragement and just continue to go to him in prayer. And so I want to, before we wrap up our time today... I want to hop over and look at one more passage of scripture. It's really short. It's in Luke chapter 11. Um, and we are going to look at um, another parable. Let me find it. Let me find it. it. Starts in verse 5. And we're going to read all the way down to verse 10. So I'm going to back up just a bit. Because at the beginning of um, Luke 11, we get uh, the shorter version of the Lord's Prayer. So God is, Jesus is already talking about prayer and how to pray and what to do. And then uh, Luke 11 verse 5 starts like this. And then teaching them more about prayer. So this actually comes before the parable of the persistent widow. But Okay, then teaching them more about prayer, he, Jesus, used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out of his bedroom. Don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. And so I tell you, Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. And so, plain as day, right here, does God get sick of our repeated prayers? Should we be persistent in prayer? Jesus very clearly is saying yes, right? He says, keep. Asking for what you want. And I love this because, again, we're seeing somebody that starts off not wanting to answer, not wanting to do the right thing. And that because of persistence, right? And scripture here says shameless, right? Shameless persistence. Like you're not ashamed of the fact that you're being persistent. They finally get what they want from this person. Remember, Jesus, like God is not like these people that are stubborn and refusing to answer requests. That's not him, but he uses it as a really good example. Like if this person who just does not want to do right will do right eventually, if you stay on them, like how much more, like does your father in heaven love you? And I love like how this, it ends this parable um, because it's a very common scripture, right? Right. Ask, knock, right, seek. Like we know these things. We know this verse. Um, We're very familiar with this verse, but I wonder if we are familiar with what the words actually mean. So we're gonna have a really quick vocabulary lesson um, because like when I talk um, about studying the Bible, I always try to just impart the importance of words, right? All of Scripture, you know, was divine, you know, inspired by the Holy Spirit, right? God is like, this is what I want you to convey. This is what I want you to say. This is what I want you to write down. And so every single word matters. Every single word is important. And if you want to truly understand Scripture, you have to understand the words that you are reading, And along with that is that when I mean like the words know what they mean, I don't mean what does our English dictionary say that it means because scripture was not written in English, right? It's written in you know Greek and Hebrew and then we get it translated into English and a lot can be lost in translation, right? The English language just doesn't always have words that capture the essence and the true meaning of what's being said. And so the same thing goes for these... um, right? These commands to ask, to seek, and to knock, right? They seem really um, kind of tame and laid back. And when you actually look at the Greek, you get a whole different picture and a whole different understanding of what Jesus is encouraging his followers to do when it comes to prayer. So ask in Greek, and y'all, I love you, but I'm not going to try to um, pronounce the Greek word. I'm just not. Um, If you have a Bible dictionary, it's Strong's number 154. So go look it up for yourself. But when we see ask and Jesus tells us to ask, it doesn't just mean like ask a question and ask for one time. No, it says to beg, to crave, to desire or require. Like this is some serious asking. This is asking over and over and over again, you know, humbly, right? When I think of somebody begging, like they're on their knees, you know, someone on their knees begging for something. They crave it. They need it. They cannot live or exist or survive without it. And so this is the connotation when Jesus says, ask, right? And it will be given. Like, if you are desperate in your request for this thing, there is no way that God is not going to answer you. So the next thing that we get is to seek, right? And seek, you know, is, oh, I'm just going to look for it, right? I'm going to search for something. I'm going to see where it is. And again, that is not what um, is being implied in the Greek, okay? When you look at this word in the Greek, and again, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but the Strong's number is 2212. It says to seek in order to find, right? To seek a thing. That's kind of what we think about, right? To seek a thing. Um, To seek in order to find out by thinking, meditating, reasoning, or to inquire into it. And another one says to seek after, Um, to aim at or strive after. And then the second one is the one that really, really, I think, brings it home and like highlights what this looks like. It says to seek, require, demand. So to crave, to demand something from someone, okay? And this, right, it sounds almost exactly like what ask means, Like you are seeking this thing, like you're thinking about it, you're figuring it out, you're doing all of the research that you can into it, you crave it, you have to have it, you want it right now, you are demanding it, like it is important to you, I need it right now. And this is what to seek means. And so we pair that up with what we just learned about ask, right, beg, crave, call, we're getting some of the same um, words here to really illuminate for you what Jesus is talking about. And then let's look at um, knock, okay? And knock is exactly what you think of, okay? Knocking at the door. And the strong number for this one is 2925. But when we pair um, knock up with what we've learned about asking and seeking, I think that you can understand that it's not just, I'm gonna knock on the door to see if you're going to answer it. No, this is I'm going to beat on this door with both my fists. I'm going to scream and yell and do everything that I can do to get your attention until you give me the thing that I desire the most with all of my heart. And this is what being persistent in prayer is. It's what it looks like. God wants us to be persistent. He wants us to like Beat down the doors of heaven, like beat down on the gates of heaven. Keep asking, keep being persistent. Like, Lord, I am serious about this thing and I am not going to give up until you answer me. I'm not gonna give up until I have the thing that I know that you have that I need. You've gotta give it to me. You've gotta give it to me right now and I'm not gonna leave you alone until you do. So (laughs) that was a lot. But when it comes to being persistent in prayer, especially when you're going through hard times, Remember what Jesus has taught, right, in the book of Luke. Yes, be persistent. There is nothing wrong with you praying about the same thing for 40 years. There is nothing wrong with that. God is not mad at you. He's not sick of hearing from you. He loves it. I mean, any time that we come to God with anything that's on our minds, anything that's on our heart, like we are showing him like he's Lord of our lives. He is sovereign. We are acknowledging who he is and who we are in him, our total dependence on God. And that is something that he loves and cherishes as our Heavenly Father. So please, no matter what you are facing, don't be afraid to keep talking to God about it. Keep going to God with whatever that is on your heart Um, and keep going until you get an answer. Because Yes, you're going to um, be persistent in prayer. But I'm telling you, when you are so overwhelmed with fear and doubt and anxiety and worry and shame and whatever else it is that you're feeling, the more that you take that to God in prayer, right, even when you're asking for the same thing over and over again, you are going to find peace and hope and joy and strength to keep going the more that you spend time with God, the more that you take that to him, the more that you sit down emotional burden that you're carrying around, that is really going to give you relief from all of the hard stuff that you're going to through, even when the situation doesn't get better. So I know we've talked about a lot today, um, but I just wanna just invite you, if you are like LaToya, like I am having these thoughts that you mentioned before, um, like my thinking about God isn't right, my thinking about my situation isn't right. Um, I really just would love to have some support and some help to kind of renew my mind and really you know, get a proper mindset around these things. I want to invite you to coaching. This is exactly what I do in coaching is I help you, number one, figure out, what your thoughts are, because we aren't always sure, right? I'm going to help you get all of that stuff out of your heart, all the stuff out of your head so that you can look and see what are the thoughts that I'm having about what I'm dealing with. Because once we identify what those thoughts are, then you can begin to renew your mind with the truth. And the more that you renew your mind, the more peace and strength and joy and rest that you're going to find um, even when your situation doesn't get better. So it is possible to have those things, but you do have to renew your mind. You have to change what you're thinking. You have to align your thoughts with the word of God. And I would love to work with you and help you with that. So go ahead over to latoyaedwards.net slash coaching. Um, you just apply for coaching and I will be in touch with your next steps um, because I promise you it is possible to have that transformation, right? To have just that hope and peace and know that, what you are thinking on and what your mind is telling you is the truth and not causing you to have more despair. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode with someone that you know that's feeling weary right now? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. This will help women just like you find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes, Life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you. Rest in that truth and find hope for your weary soul.